Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me. This is Richard Listens, and this is the Richard Listens Show. I'm grateful for all the wonderful contributions and guests we've been having lately. Thank you again to all my subscribers, for all of you who've been signing up for email lists, signing up on our Patreon.com page to support the show, Patreon.com slash Richard Listens, Instagram at Richard Listens. Please tweet at me. Instagram, Facebook, sign up, subscribe, and listen. Please take the time, send this to two friends that you think might like the show. Without further ado, I'm going to be inviting on shortly my guest today. Sophie Yasmin. Thank you for having me. Classical music in my home was therapy. So, you know, before there were psychologists, there were therapy. And there was a time, and, and I do apologize that the bouncing basketball was more appealing than the piano, but that still didn't change the fact that dinner time was literally sacred time when classical music would be played or my sister who's a very skilled pianist uh, would play or opera would be played so i'm wondering if you had experiences like that or what brought you into this whole world that um, sounds very civilized you know the <laughs> classical music over dinner and that was just one hour of the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for me it was none of my family are actually professional musicians or anything like that there's the persian background from my dad's side and you know i think persians are very musical people it's within the culture my mum's mum was German and she played the piano. My mum learned the piano when she was young as well. And yeah, I just, my mum enrolled me in classical music lessons from the age of three. So you're doing basic musicianship, learning how to sing, to clap in time and, you know, general musicianship. And then, yeah, I started the violin when I was six or seven. So I've been playing for the majority of my life now. It's just weird how, you know, if she hadn't have enrolled me in these music classes, what would I be doing now? I have an older brother who's about six years years older than me he 
he learned the violin as well. There's this story that, you know, we were obviously the, you know, the younger sibling who does the same thing as the older siblings, always trying to catch up. And I was six years behind, you know, and my grandmother was, you know, she saw us both playing and she, my grandmother said to my mum, oh, she's going to overtake him one day. And it just so happens that he has the personality to sort of to give up on things if they're hard or if you're criticised, which of course in this kind of field, you're going to get all the time. But I think personally, I was probably about 11 when I thought, yeah, I, I want to do this for my career. I was lucky to have a teacher who really inspired me and, and made me love music. I have to say one of the biggest inspirations for me in terms of music and what's made me and what's stuck with me all the time is Tom and Jerry. That's going to be shocking to hear, but there's a lot of classical music in Tom and Jerry. And I think they play a lot of Chopin piano pieces and they also play a lot of Johann Strauss, you know, Viennese waltzes. And I love those. I love that style of music. I can't help but think it's it's down to Tom and Jerry. It's, wow, it's this, so they're that. actually dancing. They sort of, yeah, they're chasing each other and they use the music so cleverly. Yeah, and there's even a whole episode on a piano concerto. It's you were able to watch some cartoons. Oh, all the time. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I love TV uh -huh. and I still do. <laughs> <laughs> were there other ones besides Tom and Jerry? Other cartoons? Yeah, there were sort of, I don't know, on Cartoon Network, was that was the channel. There were things, really weird things. I don't know if they exist now, but I don't know what it was called. But there, the characters were called Dee Dee and Dexter. And it was very American and very bratty, sort of. I don't know. That wasn't very inspiring. It was I don't just know. We'll count on our listeners. If you know that. Something to pass the time. <laughs> right. You know that cartoon? Tune. I think it's just it was part of the general loving music, you know, and then with this inspiring teacher I had from the age of 11 to 18, he was Viennese and he had a lot of flair as a, as a musician. And that really stuck with me and definitely the one that sort of without him, I can't imagine of wanting to, you know, I, I didn't know if I would have chosen it as a career. There were loads of other ideas I had in my head of what I might want to do. And I always get crazy ideas. Like being a radio host is one of them. Well, so. they got room here. <laughs> we can. I, yeah, I always fancy trying, but. What know. were the career interests that came through? Well, when I was very young, window cleaning, just because I liked sort of the way. The yeah, the sort of, well, just, you know, the, the actual cleaning bit. That's the foaming, the, the sort of getting rid of that, you know, the wiping it away. That's good. Dexter's yeah. Laboratory is what Matt Pujo yeah, suggests. Dexter's Lab. That's, That's it. it. That is it. Matt Pujo, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This brought back memories. <laughs> so, but 11 to 18, you know, these teen years when like, it's like the body wants to go and move and do and talk. Like, what was it about? Uh, what was your teacher's name? Um, Gerhard Schmidt. So what, what quality, what can you tell us a story maybe about Gerhard that, that helped you to want to be indoors, I take it, and focused in like that, or at least curious about yeah. practicing and pursuing this at such a high level? He was very passionate as a person, as a being. So when he's talking, and I think the, the, very, the Germanic aspect of it slotted in with, you know, my mum's mum being German. And so there's that sort of link and a lot of our holidays would, you know, were in Germany and Austria. And so even the intonation of how he spoke was very sort of you know do you feel it you know very i don't know i can't i can't impersonate him he would get you into sensation in yeah. your in performance he'd always play with me and some people would say that that's actually maybe not the best kind of teaching but i think in this case when it's inspiring you and you're sort of learning from how he plays he'd be accompanying me on the piano all the time and it wouldn't necessarily be perfect playing but you know he really got the musical sense of everything and was pushing me by by playing the piano so well he 
he'd be sort of, I don't know, inspiring how I was playing with him. And then he'd play on his violin with me. And he had a very virtuosic way of playing, lots of flair. It wasn't so technical. So, you know, maybe the sort of more sort of fine-tuned technical aspects of playing were a little bit left up to the wayside. But the music came first with him. And I think I appreciate that. Yeah. So did you, like, want to go see conciertos in your free time? Or was it like, give me some more Tom and Jerry and let me go be a normal teenager? Yeah, I feel like it was difficult because when I went to school, we had Saturday school where I was. I went to a specialist junior music conservatoire to, to have my violin lessons and my sort of music training on Saturday all day, every Saturday. And I'd been doing that since I was, you know, it's an extracurricular activity. You're sort of focusing into something. It was always on Saturdays because, of course, we have school Monday to Friday. Yes, yeah, since a very young age, my Saturdays were taken up with, with music. And I'd always miss out on maybe like going to a party or something on like Friday night or even Saturday if my friends were doing things I'd always sort of miss out on that aspect but then I had my friends from the musical world and you know and I've still got them today and I think you know it's it's nice to know lots of people and and be friends with people who are musicians and non-musicians it's, it's important yeah so now you have the city string ensemble yes how long have you had that and how did that come to be it's uh, I've been running that for about two years probably I think it's been two full years now which is scary time really flies one day just i just finished uh, my postgrad year at the Guildhall school of music where i was studying for five years um that's a four-year undergraduate degree and then i did one year postgrad only because i'd been there for my junior department 11 till 18 so i'd been there my whole life and we were doing some work there while i was studying as part of a string quartet and they'd send us out on uh events and uh maybe some weddings or corporate events and uh i thought wow okay i'm i'm in my last year here and we're going to be leaving soon and they obviously take a cut from what we'd be earning and I thought well I can do that and I just uh, sat down one day and made a website just carried on and it's still going today and, well that's yeah. incredible because to have that's a level of courage to break out on your own after all those years of being kind of dependent on the system exactly yeah I remember the first time using Google Ads and thinking that 50 pounds was a lot of money to be risking on advertising perhaps you know but it really worked out for us and it's it's nice because you know I get to play with my friends that I've studied with we play lots of styles of music as well and I particularly like playing pop music on the violin you're going to be asked to play a lot of pop music at weddings now so that it's fun for me I was gonna go with maybe maybe like a, a folk melody I'm an all-encompassing no I just I love playing all styles of music while being in LA I have a really great musician friend who's violinist and singer and um yeah she's introducing me more to the the world music realm and I really like that and I feel like it's in my blood somehow I've always been drawn to the more ethnic style of classical music like composers like Bartok or you know there's any kind of Eastern European because it's all based on folk songs I've always like my teacher Gerhardt used to say you know you take to this like duck to water and that would be for sort of uh, Spanish pieces that have that Moorish sort of influence you know we often talk about you know from the somatic experience perspective about finding what feels good and the troubles that occur in our life when there's interruptions in the ability to express or feel comfortable in one's own skin mm -hmm. so I'm hearing this just tremendous creativity and fun well you know I have this obviously you know 
association from my own life about interpreting that that I would have to give up basketball to play the piano. But that feeling that this can be fun. Now I look at music, right? Something that can relieve, something that can ease yeah. uh, tension, something that can be fun. It sounds like it's really an exploration for you, not only in meeting people, but of, yes. of styles. I think that's particularly now, uh, while I was studying, and I think that's the, the uh, I don't know, I think it's a great shame at the music conservatoires. It's so intense, especially the classical music world and, and the string instruments in particular as well. It's very competitive. And I feel like I had lost my love of music that I had got and built up, you know, in my early, early training. And it's, I think, in the last few years that I set up City String Ensemble and sort of gave myself permission sort of not to play if I don't want to, because I never, I didn't have to. I'd, I'd finished studying and I was my own person out in the real world. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of exploration now and, and learning to love playing again, because it's tough mentally and physically. It is. I actually really respect her because it's a sh this is what I mean about the classical music world. You know, it can be very sort of, I don't know, you can, it, they can always look down on people like Lindsay Sterling, who maybe don't have a sort of very classical education, but they're doing really well and are more famous than some people who would be considered very, very good at their instrument and in a classical way. And, and they're not famous, for example. I always say, well, can they dance and play at the same time? Because I can't. I can't dance like she can right. play. That's a skill in itself, but she's very inspiring for young children. You know, they know her and they want to play violin because of her. So I think that's that's a great thing. So you mentioned really quick about how despite the fun that you have and the excitement that I hear coming through your voice, that it is mentally and physically stressful. How do you prepare for that or how did you, you know, begin to encounter that where you started to realize what stress is happening on your body and how to maybe balance that out for longevity as a musician? Yeah, I think for me, I was the mentally stressful part of it is the performances and the it's the anticipation of performance, you know, you know, and it will be the same in sport as well. You know, you've got this big race coming up and you're you're nervous about it. And, and so you're, you're training for it or in our case, practicing for it. And you get there and, you know, in the sports world, athletes, I'm sure are, are trained in how to prepare for a moment like that. Whereas in the music world, it's sort of like, okay, if you practice enough, you'll be good enough and you can just get up there and do it. But what if you're nervous and that takes over your body? We don't know how to deal with that unless you, you delve into that and, or have a bad experience and then think, oh, that wasn't nice. I want to do something about that was my case. And it's interesting about the essential oil you've got there. Because <laughs> I used something similar. I, what was it called? I don't know if you have it here, but it's, it was called Rescue remedy and it was hmm. something and I used it before one of my first ever exams Homeopathic, when I yeah. was studying it was supposed to just be a relaxing you know so I just took a little drop of that before I went in for my exam and I was nervous but you know I'm always nervous before performing it's natural I thought it would just help me just play my best and, and relax into it and uh, I mean I played and I was nervous so I didn't feel any difference but then you know my critique was very critical and it was almost like what I had experienced experience in that exam room was totally different from what they had seen. They talked to me about it because it's, you know, your first year and it's, you know, you can talk to them a bit. I said, well, I took this rescue remedy thing and I said, I thought I played okay. And they're like, no, it was really weird. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking Injitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes, 
so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. So some sensing of the nervousness or your tension might be helpful for you. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's more, it's just a mental game. But then while studying, there was an in-house physiotherapist there. I went in for a session just, you know, because you're playing for a long time in these orchestra concerts or rehearsals. And then if you have rehearsals all day, you might also have a violin lesson for that on that day. And it's just a lot of playing physically. So I, I go in for a, a physiotherapist session. She had me on the table and she just wanted to take my arm back and, and stretch it out above my head and behind me. The left arm was kind of okay at that, but the right arm, she said, I've never seen anything like this. It doesn't it doesn't go anywhere near the back and down um, by my head. And so, so the range of motion had become completely totally, limited. Yeah. So that we think may have been from a previous accident. When I was young, I, I fell off my bike and broke my nose. So maybe I'd sort of fallen on my collarbone area and rotated. And so, yeah, so we found this out. I had some treatment and things but overall they were just like you need to body build and of course I don't know what I'm doing and I didn't have the mental space or time in life so only now and this is how I've met you only now am I finally sorting all, all of this out because it will really help to have strength in my upper back and arms and yeah it will affect my playing in a positive right. way because I'm thinking to myself you know the fine motor movements of the violin must cause a lot more tension in the hand and wrist muscles yes. but it's also you know similar to you know injuries for me where I had a back injury and was always afraid of lifting with the back but now I've come to understand mm -hmm. you know that you support the hips you support surrounding muscle groups seems like it's really like you know someone in third grade might understand this but somehow when we have a fear or previous injury we tend to stay away from an area that needs to support so yeah, it's kind of avoid, amazing yeah, yeah that your shoulders and your back, right? All that posture and having to hold mm. yourself, you know, using those core muscles. Exactly. And I don't have a core, I've, I've realized <laughs> in my last few exercise sessions. Yeah. Um, and that's... You can't find it unless you have I, that. <laughs> I need to, yeah, it needs to reveal itself. For me, it's a, maybe it's a unique situation where playing the violin in itself is a very demanding, you know, it's, it's demanding in the way that, you know, our shoulders are going to naturally come in because of the way we hold our instruments and then we need to work on our posture just as a, as a normal violinist but with me I've got this added extra injury here where it kind of all these normal violin issues are there anyway and yes we're always trying to play in the best way but to avoid any tension and injuries but then I also have an injury which restricts me and causes tension so it's kind of double hard work so you could um, be you're overcompensating with the 
surrounding muscles. Yeah, I feel like I may have done really well to get to this point with the body that I've got. So imagine <laughs> when it's all fixed, there'll be no stopping me. That's going to be it. A healthy attitude. I think the first thing is to understand that the nerves are natural and that, you know, you're, you're going to have some sort of nerves and you, you want to sort of use them to your advantage. But then I've always found that sort of not very helpful advice because when you're about to perform, you're not going to be thinking like that. So for me, like Caitlin was saying, yeah, the, the breathing, making sure that you're breathing before and during the performance, because we, as violinists anyway, we, we forget to breathe when we're playing. And I think sort of just centering your mind and then focusing on why you're actually doing it, you know, because you love playing, you love peace and just to enjoy it. But then again, that's also not helpful, you know, because if you're nervous and you're and you're you're in a stressful experience, you forget to enjoy as well. So my my last violin teacher had a way of making me come out of myself before performances and I tried it for my last final recital, which was an exam, but a big performance as well. And he was always a big fan of me getting me to get the energy going inside of me by shouting. And I'd always not want to do that in the lessons with him. And I'd say, oh no, I'm too shy. I can't shout. What do you mean? But yeah, so before my performance, even though I had to travel sort of into central London, I, I put on <laughs> onto this, this is embarrassing, onto the speaker system, the circle of life from the Lion King. Nice. And I had a big <laughs> sing. <laughs> I sung, you know, a couple of times as well. And, like and I got all my energy going by doing what he said, shouting or singing or both in my case. And yeah, I think that just got my energy going in a positive way. And I felt pumped up and ready to perform. Like I wanted to perform rather uh -huh. than not wanting to perform, which is when I'd, I'd be nervous and in a negative way. Bust into Lion King right now. Yeah. It's, well, I love that tip because even in my own cross training, I'll notice that I could be completely in a place of I can't do more, you know, my, my body can't, but this belief, these negative thoughts are cycling through, the stressors are just kind of not even letting me let go of my mind to focus on the task and how, let alone to set yourself on a goal of how do I want to prove today? How do I want to meet additional goals? And then we could put on something like LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out, or I'm going to reveal here because you broke out Lion King, if you play Kiara, Gold. Oh, so know. there's just okay. different songs and it's like, it like sets free the mind to like mm. sing and literally then the body is no longer inhibited that's right which is a big part of somatic experiences which is this defensive fear-ridden inhibitory response is what we want to kind of do away with to perform so it thinks it's protecting us right. so i think it's tony robbins who believe said you know before he went goes on stage he kind of has this conversation with his fear it's there it's going to come with you so whether or not we're excited whether or not we're in the green room like powering up whether or not we have the greatest motivational speak from our coach in the locker room there's a certain amount of anxiety and nerves that are coming onto that bigger stage or bigger stadium or bigger stage game like the super bowl that you've never been to before or something like mm -hmm. that like no matter how many years you've played there should be a healthy degree of nervousness and what we're talking about is how do you prevent that nervousness from impacting your performance so for myself as much as i love having you here and it's unlocking a lot of my passion for music i would want to learn a lot more about you know if sophie's my client you know i want to know i don't know about the type of concert i'm going to 
want to research where is she playing? What's the quality of what's the pressure? What's the intensity? Maybe there's something mm -hmm. in for me when I visit an old theater or theaters, you would say, um, you know, perhaps there's something really artistic and historic about it. You know, maybe there's something about sitting there, getting comfortable in the chair time before the performance mm -hmm. where you can make kind of a visual contact with the greater extent of your surroundings where it becomes a soothing place, where it becomes a place where you can kind of ground yourself amidst the performance because they're going to be these waves maybe before a solo you know it depends on the interval of the right and how long you're playing for where there may be waves of anxiety so having ways to ground yourself whether and breathing is a great way to kind of recenter uh, so there are some techniques regardless of sports or music that we can use but i'd want to understand more about let's say it's bagpipe playing i may know very little about scottish bagpipe playing what the significance of this competition is the meaning <laughs> the preparation time i think some of the prep time is i mean i have no idea what it would be like for you leading up to a, a major concert and, mm -hmm. and how much intensity goes into that. So depending on that, we would have to tailor make individually plan because taking into the factor, all the stressors building up and some of it may be, yeah, you know, like they say before an exam, right? Go out and watch a movie. Don't don't study the moment up until the exam. Yeah. Don't tax your body Do and mind. completely different. Take your, it's just a mind game. I think that's I think there's almost no defending against it. It's just on the day in that moment, can you win that mind battle? And, you know, and that's why I last few years I've been working a lot on that and I've been doing things to purposely put me out of my comfort zone and to do embarrassing things or crazy things like appear on game shows in, in the UK or whatever. Everything I've done of that kind of thing has actually been to help me as a violinist. And I don't wow. know. Wow, you make me want to go wait in line at Price is Right with you. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to be on the Price is Right. Here's a little snippet of the video. where I'm really proud it's really good conducting but no this was actually inspired by Rowan Atkinson you know Mr Bean yes. because he he's so talented and musical as well and he he's got some videos of when he was younger and he's basically doing this for Beethoven 5 Beethoven's fifth symphony wow. and I just think that's really funny I thought I'd try and these kinds of videos I make for my friends so, Sophie, you're going to play a little live violin for us. Yes, I will. It, so this is a folk song. It's, I think it's a French folk song, and it's called L'Indifference. Um, so like indifference, or maybe in, in England you just say, you know, whatevs. Like whatever. It's probably my translation. <laughs>
I learned that melody off a friend who I know here, the violinist I, I mentioned earlier, and she'd probably hate the way I played it because it's not really how it should go, but I like to indulge a bit. You see, that's I the peak it's... professional already critiquing her I performance. Yeah. But I, I feel like I should apologize. I wasn't even listening with my eyes. It really teleports you in time or space. It's uh, just so beautiful. I, I mean, I know I have to wrap up, but thank you so much for sharing that gift, and it's inspiring. Yeah, I want to go, like, go find an instrument. Yes, I can teach you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let uh, people know how to reach you. Find you on YouTube if you look up Sophie Yasmin. Yes. That's Y-A-S-M-I-N. and. Yes citystringensemble.com uh, then there's a contact form on there that you can contact me through yeah absolutely there's what's a, it called it's called color strings so color would be spelled the european way o-u-r one word color string it's it's really amazing if we had more time i'd tell you all about it i you know i get very happy to talk about it thank you all for tuning in i appreciate it please if you can check out my patreon page.com patreon.com slash richard listens or instagram richard listens uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.